It's a great honor and humility. I accept this nomination. I've never meant it more at stake in this election is the survival of our nation. This is our moment to make hope and history rhyme. My fellow Americans, the best is yet to come. This is 2020 Vision Ohio. Welcome back. Once again, Clark Donnelly here on 2020 Vision Ohio, the podcast we like to say delivers truth for the post-truth era. And uh, we do need to deal in truth and facts as we all get ready to vote in the November 3rd presidential election. Comments like this one from President Donald Trump do not help to clear up the waters. Send it in and then go make sure it counted. And if it doesn't tabulate, you vote. You just vote. And then if they tabulate it very late, which they shouldn't be doing, They'll see you voted, and so it won't count. We'll talk about that a little bit uh, in just a couple of minutes. We've uh, asked you to send in questions and ideas and uh, and uh, uh, feedback, uh, and uh, you have done that for us. 2020vision at columbusradiogroup.com, by the way, if you would like to email us uh, uh, anything. But some of you had some questions about the election, uh, and we needed to get answers, so we went straight to the source. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, the number one elections official in Ohio, is with us. And Secretary LaRose... It's great to talk to you again. I've been looking forward to it, Clark. Thank you. Well, it's just been an interesting year because there's so much out there to sort through, and you are the one who knows all of the answers. So we're going to ask you as many of the questions as we can in the time that we are allotted. (laughs) I hope I have the answers for you. And I know you do. We're just going to start with with real simple stuff. For example, uh, getting an application for an absentee ballot. You mailed out out millions of them this, this month. If someone did not get one for some reason, where can they go to get one? Well, yeah, every registered voter in the state is getting one or has gotten one already. We mailed out 7.8 million of them, and they started arriving last week. I think most people have received theirs at this point. Just to put that into perspective, that uh, I went out to the print shop out in Licking County where they were doing this. That's 17 tractor-trailer loads full of envelopes. I mean, it's just a, it's a huge volume of mail going out. And the good news is Ohioans are already starting to receive those and return them to their county board of elections using the convenient self-addressed envelope that is provided. In fact, that's what my wife Lauren and I did. Uh, the day that they arrived, we sat down at our kitchen table, we filled it out, put a stamp on it, signed it, and, 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 and mailed them all back in, uh, one for each of us. And uh, that's, the, that, that's the easiest way to do it. But if you lost that one or, or haven't gotten it for some reason, you can also go to VoteOhio.gov, our Ohio Secretary of State website. You can print the form right there, and it's very easy to do at VoteOhio.gov. You also, if you don't have a printer, can actually make your own form, and we provide the instructions, again, right there at VoteOhio.gov slash own. And again, uh, voteohio.gov slash make your own. As long as you have a piece of notebook paper and a pen, you can go through and follow the instructions that we give you, and that'll count as an absentee ballot request form. Something else that we're doing, because voter registration continues in Ohio up until October 5th, and so we're going to do two more waves of these mailings. And so anybody that gets registered to vote in the next couple weeks or all the way up until the deadline on October 5th, they will get one as well. So every registered voter in the state will receive one of these. And then you can also call your county board of elections, and they'll send you one. So there's a lot of good ways to do the, the the point is get your absentee ballot request in early don't delay uh we're trying to to make sure that everybody uh gets their absentee ballot as quickly as they can but they don't come out until october 6th that's when the law says that they're allowed to start mailing them out so if you get your request in now then you'll see it uh right uh, again in those first couple weeks of october you can also track your ballot. That's something a lot of people don't realize that uh, just like you track a package that you order online you can go to voteohio.gov 
and you can track your, your request. You'll know that the Board of Elections has received it. You'll know when they've sent you your ballot. And then once you fill out your ballot, sign it and mail it back in, you will know that the Board of Elections has received it and that your voice will be heard in this election. And even ahead of that, how about your request? Can you find out if that's been received ahead of time? Absolutely. All of that, again, is at VoteOhio.gov. The boards of elections are working through those as they get them uh, and making sure that they turn those around as quickly as they can. And that's one of those things about, you know, voting being both a right and a responsibility. The responsibility part is to not delay and get that request in as soon as you can. And October 31st is, as I recall, the official deadline. But I believe you are suggesting even allowing a couple of extra days for the post office to get it there, right? Absolutely. We're telling Ohioans you really shouldn't request an absentee ballot after the 27th of October. Just the logistics, the reality is that you may get it after Election Day. Uh, So even though the law says you can wait until Saturday, uh, that's a very bad idea to procrastinate. In fact, you know, what are you waiting for? Uh, Go ahead and mail it in right now, but certainly no later than the 27th of October. Uh, The president uh, kind of sounded like he was telling people to vote twice uh, just before the holiday weekend when he said, if you vote absentee by mail, uh, also go to your polling place and make sure your absentee ballot got counted. Um, How does that work in Ohio? Are absentee ballots counted before the polls close? Uh, And what happens if you do vote in person after having already sent in an absentee ballot? Well, to be clear, in Ohio and any other state, you can only vote once. Uh, so don't uh, don't test the system by, uh, by you know by by trying to do it twice. It's a bad idea. It may actually be a crime if you do it intentionally and, and that kind of thing. Uh, and if you want to be confident that your absentee ballot was counted, again, go to voteohio.gov and track it, and you will know that it has been received by the Board of Elections and it will be counted. And uh, the absentee ballots are generally the first ballots that are counted. Now, think about this, Clark. When you start to see results at 745 or 8 p.m. on election night, those aren't the, the results that were voted that day. Those are still being driven down to the Board of Elections and the you know secure uh, envelope and, and all of that. The, the very first ballots that are counted are generally those absentee ballots that are all processed. Uh, the the, 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 the uh, signature has been verified. The identification uh, has been verified. And those are just ready to go right at 730. They can start tabulating those. And so, again, uh, if you want to be among the first to have your voice heard in Ohio, vote absentee. And there's been a lot of talk about uh, postage. Uh, the uh, Some people would like you to have supplied uh, us voters with a little bit of prepaid postage there. Uh, what did you do uh, to, to try and help that along? Because I know you made a move uh, earlier this week to try to help us get those, uh, those ballots back in the mail uh, with uh, the postage already affixed. Yeah, in many states, they provide a postage paid envelope, so it's just that much easier to return your SD ballot. That's been my desire from the very beginning. In fact, I proposed this way back in April. If you'll remember in the primary, when the state legislature decided to conclude the primary election as an exclusive by mail process, uh, at that point, they authorized postage paid returned envelopes, and we provided that, and that was a good convenience for Ohioans. We should do the same thing again for this election. Again, the, the time is running out to do this, though. I've been asking the legislature to authorize it. It's completely legal to do as long as they authorize the expenditure of those funds. I've identified $3 million out of my office's own budget, so it will not come out of the state budget. This is money derived from fees that are paid to our office, and so we can provide this. It's an important priority, and, and simply the reason for for doing it is to get people to send in their absentee ballots without delay. We don't want people to 
you know, leave it sitting on their kitchen table because they're trying to figure out, is it one stamp or two? We don't want people to delay because maybe they're trying to figure out how to go out and buy uh, their postage stamps. We, we simply want them to vote their ballot, sign it, send it back in, and, uh, get, and get it in as soon as they can. And so uh, the, the state legislature on September 14th will have an opportunity uh, to provide this important convenience for Ohioans by simply approving it at a body called the State Controlling Board. It's the, it's the entity in state government that, it, that approves large expenditures of funds. And so I've made a request to the controlling board as long as they say okay. And by the way, I, you know, the governor has been supportive of this. The lieutenant governor, former secretary of state himself, has been supportive of this. It's a common thing done in many states. It doesn't have any benefit for one party or the other. It's simply good elections administration. It makes it easier for people to return their absentee ballot. And the other thing is it effectively makes every mailbox in the state a ballot drop box. So, you know, it makes it a simple, simple way to get your ballot back to the Board of Elections. And then again, you can go to voteohio.gov and track it to make sure that it was received. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, uh, last question really about the absentee ballot request, and that is if I sent one in earlier uh, for some reason, do I need to send in another one or, you know, do I send in two or three? And then what happens when they when you get them? You should only send in one as long as you filled it out right and signed it and put the you know, date of birth, where the date of birth goes, and uh, provided the right form of identification. As long as you filled out the form right, you only need to send in one. If you send in multiple ones, it's just going to burden the Board of Elections, uh, and they'll verify uh, that, that, you know, your your first one was sent in, and so then they won't count the second one. You'll only be able to vote once. Uh, again, that, that's something that the Boards of Elections keep very strict accounting of. Uh, and uh, and so uh, once you send in your sent in your absentee ballot request, you're good to go. I know ballot harvesting is a problem. I think and maybe what the president has alluded to in the past about the, the problems he foresees with mail-in voting. Uh, what is to stop somebody from going up and down a street, grabbing all the absentee ballots out of mailboxes, filling them out, and sending them in? Well, it's a felony, and we'll put you in jail for it. I mean, in Ohio, it's 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 not something that that we consider a a, a minor thing, and, and it is a a felony offense if you're convicted of something like that. We've prohibited ballot harvesting in Ohio for a long time. Other states, believe it or not, they actually allow it. And uh, the the reason why it's such a bad idea is that you don't know uh, who you've handed your ballot to, for example. So in some states, they allow a party operative or a political uh, campaign to come around and collect people's ballots and then return them to the Board of Elections. Where this has caused documented problems is, uh, in fact, there was a felony conviction of this in, in North Carolina, uh, where somebody was throwing away ballots uh, that, that you know came from uh, one party and only turning in the ones that came from another. Uh, obviously, that's the kind of thing that we uh, do not allow here in Ohio and, and, and have strictly prohibited for a long time. So to be clear, uh, the only person that can return your absentee ballot to the Board of Elections is yourself, and you can take it to the Board of Elections, and every Board of Elections now has a secure 24-hour drop box. That's a, a big expansion of that this year. This was the first time ever in a general election that every Board of Elections will have that secure 24-7 drop box, so you can go anytime. Those are under video surveillance. They're emptied every day by a bipartisan team at the County Board of Elections. And then, of course, the easiest way is to just mail it in. Now, if you want to have somebody else take your ballot to the board for you, it has to be a family member. And that's, again, how we prevent that kind of ballot harvesting in Ohio. And listen, this is something that uh, uh, thankfully is prohibited and should uh, remain prohibited, if I have anything to say about it, because uh, it's led to led to problems in other states. For folks who haven't done it by mail before, haven't seen one, what are the safeguards that are actually on the mail-in absentee ballot to prevent someone from basically forging my signature and then mailing my ballot in with, with a vote on it? 
Yeah, a couple things. There are multiple uh, checks that take place in order to vote absentee in Ohio. First of all, you have to authenticate your identity before you even can request a ballot. Uh, the signature has to match the signature on file. You have to provide your date of birth. Uh, you have to provide either the last four of your Social Security number or your state driver's license number or a photocopy of another acceptable form of ID. Um, and that's just that's just to request the ballot. And then when they mail you a ballot, you have to provide all that same information again. And the boards of elections do go through and verify signatures. Signature checking is a very important safeguard that's long been uh, part of the way that we protect absentee balloting uh, in Ohio. And it's something that, uh, you know, w- will continue to be uh, how we how we do it. And, and the boards of elections do that in a bipartisan way, just like they do everything. One of the other things that we do so Ohioans can be confident uh, is that we maintain accurate voter rolls. We, we work uh, very diligently to remove deceased from the voter rolls, for example, or those that move out of state or, or move within state. And, and it's not a perfect process, but we're constantly working to perfect and, and keep our voter rolls up to date. And, uh, and that's just another reason that, that people know that they can trust it. And then again, uh, you can track it and you can make sure that it's been received. And so if there was a problem, then you could obviously contact your board of elections and remedy the situation. But that's just another reminder about why it's important to do it early, to, to go ahead and request your absentee ballot and then return it as soon as you get it. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, uh, as we said, a very busy man. Wish we could spend more time with you, but uh, thanks for uh, for what you have spent with us this morning. VoteOhio.gov. If you have any more questions that uh, you need answers to, that is the place to start. And uh, Frank LaRose, again, thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Clark. A couple of deadlines you want to keep in mind uh, to register to vote. Uh, the deadline to do that, October 5th. So go to that VoteOhio.gov website, check out your status, make sure your address is correct. Uh, and then uh, if you want uh, to get a mail-in ballot, an absentee ballot, you can apply for those by mail up until October 31st, uh, although you heard Secretary LaRose recommend that the 27th of October is probably a safe date. Uh, you can uh, apply in person right up until the day before the election, uh, and you've got until uh, midnight November second to uh, get those absentee ballots in the mail or you can submit them in person on election day uh, at the Franklin County Board of Elections office or your county board of elections uh, offices in order to make sure that those are uh, counted. But as you heard the secretary say, counted only once. Uh, Once again, we appreciate uh, all of you who sent in questions to us. If you have any issues on your mind about this uh, upcoming election, uh, what do you want to hear more about? Or if you think maybe we got some facts wrong, you can let us know about that. We'll deal with those and and get things straightened out. But also share 2020 Vision Ohio with all of your uh, friends uh, who are interested in uh, elections, uh, in politics, and voting. And then join us next time as we uh, continue to gain a clearer vision of this 2020 political landscape on 2020 Vision Ohio. See you next time.